like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Look like um what Quasimodo? No, Quasimodo. Is mashing your face and slapping it? Yay! Rocky, Rocky. I could shake it out. I'm gonna mess up my my your hair, my house frau braids, house house frau braids. My house frau braids. Did you know that you can't eat beef because of the milks? <laughs> you guys, we made the same jokes the last episode. Hey, is, welcome. It's still funny. It's still it's still, it's funny. still funny. Vanessa dates dum dums. It's still funny because we did it in a silly voice this time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, this is good. Oh, let's make fun of all the people Vanessa sleeps with. They are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa is so pretty and better than them. <laughs> She's better than everybody. Who wants some sauerkraut? Oh, I will eat some sauerkraut. Sauerkraut and maybe some bratwurst. Some sausages? And some sausage. Mm, this beer is making me happy. Wiener and pretzel. This beer is making me happy. Dude, you say pretzel. And all of a sudden I started thinking about this like giant Bavarian pretzel. I know. And I'm like, Spicy mustard. I want that in my face. Yeah. Bob, make that, that happen. Where did we get that last one that was really good? Bob, put your pretzel Carl's in your face. Oh, my have been a, Yeah. Put, I can't remember. Yeah. No, put no, no. That's a duck fat one. We'll have to talk about this pretzel another time. <laughs> the duck fat one. They have a pretzel made of duck fat? Or right. you dip in duck fat? Listeners, no, no, no. It, please it is listen. fried in duck, duck fat. fat, kid. I'm telling you, it's legit. Carl Strauss. Good beer. Hey, listeners, go to Carl Strauss Brewing, get the duck fat pretzel bites. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Dude, it's good. It, it also good. sounds like how you get diabetes. Mm-hmm. I, I probably is. Yep. Now I have heart disease, but yeah. it was so, so delicious. It was the best, heart, the best tasting heart disease you can get on the West Coast. That's going to be the name of my autobiography. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag worth Hashtag it. Hashtag worth it. But maybe not dead of diabetes. <laughs> Hashtag worth it. Hashtag Take, except I died. Except I died. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag diabetes. Death by diabetes. Diabetes feats. Okay, you DBD. are not going to die of diabetes. I'm going to die of diabetes because I eat all the goddamn sugars. <laughs> diabetes runs in my family. I might get it. You're not, though. I You're could. super skinny and you eat very Tell that healthfully. to my dad who's super skinny with diabetes. You are in Hi, great shape. You work out all the time. You can deadlift a million pounds. Yeah, that's you not true. You can deadlift me. I can't. Yeah. It's true. I know, I know I can. I, know. I have I can. done it. I she can't me very up powerful. and throws me across the room. She's so small, but she's fucking hearty. I can and I am small and dense like a tree stump. I am not easy to lift. Yeah. She is a wildly I powerful. I have a low woman. center of gravity. <laughs> I yes. Anyway. I'm like a fighting gnome. Wild Wap, wapo. Wapo. Moonbeam. Moonbeam. Gnome. That's funny. I just thought of Bob's awesome gonna plug Bob. Your uh, new story oh, that you Oh, yeah, wrote. you finished your comic. I finished my comic just in time for uh, Emerald City Comic Con, which I think we're behind now. We're it's done already- with. We're yeah. done okay. with. We just hey, did. Hey, thanks to everybody from the podcast who came out and saw me at uh, Emerald City, City. Comic Con last weekend. Yeah, this is what? the This is going to air the weekend bef- or the week the, before St. Patty. So the 12th? Yeah, we're, we're home. home. Yeah, so yes, these people. Home. Okay, this is so the past. I'm either really happy with Thanks all of you, for coming. or super disappointed. Fuck you. <laughs> Take Fuck your pick. Fuck you. That'll be the song I sing. Yep. Um, Fuck but, you. But yeah, Bob did a. Um, I did. A, I did a little a mini comic. It was a huge success. 
Huge success. You're world a, famous now. World it's famous. I know why books. this is the last episode of this podcast. Yeah, Bob I'm, got too famous too for us. Yeah. We had to hire someone else to press the space bar. Good thing, good thing we did a double up because otherwise I wouldn't be here because right now I'm in Malta. You're, Fuck you. <laughs> fancy, fancy Malta. Whoa. I'm, I'm eating everything malted. I'm, I'm eating malt shakes, malted malt shakes, thousand, I have a thousand whoppers, olives up my ass right now. I'm wearing drawstring pants. I don't give a shit. Wow. I don't think you should wear drawstring pants if you have a thousand olives up your ass. You can't stop me. I'm rich. <laughs> I can't stop you. I'm just warning you against it. It seems folly. That's what you think. Look, but when you have all I sorts of money, I just feel like you're about to be matter. a Pez dispenser. Yeah, a Pez dispenser of comedy. Pew 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 pew. It'd be, it'd be like takes my briny goodness. A little salty, a little spongy. I love olives, and now and now you've ruined them for me. I love olives. I got Melissa so bad she just went. Robert, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard she it. She was, was about to middle name you. I it was. was so good. You almost got your full name there, oh, Mister. She middle named me earlier when I, I was in the bathroom. <laughs> That's how you, you know you're in trouble with me. Yeah, so much pooping. Just stop she, pooping. I've like, had my, enough of this. My toilet can't take it. <laughs> I've cracked the bottom of the bowl. I'm just Vanessa, stop. Smash o. I I'm, will not. Hashtag won't stop. Hashtag can't stop won't stop. <laughs> no, my bowels are good today. They are. They're they're lovely. Although we just I've learned checked. that our best friend food is mac and cheese, mm-hmm. which would make your bowels not okay. That does not make my bowels happy. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so me we both hashtag bowel super gassy. Shout her to the moon. Hashtag bowel pals. Bowel pals? Bowel pals. <laughs> Guys, this episode already off to the a rails. Good start. Hi. Hi. <laughs> this is the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories and we drink thematically appropriate beer. And sometimes we do it two times. Two in times a row. in one day. Sometimes we are drunk when we start the episode. And that is today, kids. Are yeah. you excited? And that Yay! has made all the difference. Yes. <laughs> two yeah. paths diverged in the woods. Mm-hmm. And I took the one more drunken by. Yep. Yeah. And that has made all the difference. And that beer is really sitting good this, this is in a good my beer. tummy. I it like has it. a weird smell. It um, smells nice and roasty. Maybe that's it. It smells roasty. It's roasty. It's like it's a little roasty, little coffee. Yeah, it's very stouty. It's mm. not my fave. I you know like it a lot. It's really stouty because it is a stout. So I therefore, know. by nature, would be stouty. Do you know how hard it is to get a stout at a bar these days? It's all it's IPAs. I don't. I have literally never done that. It's very difficult. It's all your stupid IPAs. And I'm you two fine with all of that. that. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying every now and then I like a dark beer and this is a good one. That's what uh, she said. <laughs> I mean, don't you always want the dark beer? Don't you always? Um, Once you go dark beer, you never go unbeer. <laughs> on on episode two of Get Vanessa All the Dates, <laughs> <laughs> bring on the darks. Um, <laughs> no, I I can't tell you the last time I went to a bar and didn't order like a pale or an IPA or that's all they have. Yeah, it's because yeah. they don't even have the option for you. I wouldn't even look. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just want to be full. Like if you were like, okay, I'm going to go that's out. That's why I, that's why double IPAs exist. No. Sometimes you're like, I don't want to get completely fucked up, but I want to be able to like drink and socialize, but then still be like, Sometimes oh, I'm so you want full. A dessert beer. I want to go home. This is a dessert beer. This is like cake. So a chocolate cake in a oh, glass. Yeah. You, this is why I'm going to get diabetes and you aren't because this isn't fucking dessert. <laughs> this tastes nothing like cake. This tastes like beer. Don't if you wanted angry. something sweet, you would get a cider. 
I drink my dessert. And it's usually a dark beer. There you go. Mm. I would prefer to drink a cake milkshake. I mean, I could. we no, could maybe no, scrounge no. one up. We can Nobody's go find you a cake him. milkshake. I support it. I like it. You can't milkshake. stop me. I'm going to stop you. You can try, but you I've, can't do it. You've now challenged me, and I will stop you. I'm small and dense like a tree stump. You can't move me. I'm. My arms are much longer. I will I deflect will not the be milkshake. Moved. Stop fighting. Your arms are not much longer. I have monkey arms. I think you might be surprised at these arms. No! <laughs> stop fighting! Hi-ya! Stop! Stop punch, fighting! Punch, punch, Podcast mom wants us to stop fighting. Face punch! Ow! I've been punched in the face. Stop fighting! It wasn't worth it. You can have all of the milkshakes you want. I win! Can, you guys, can yeah? we, did the podcast just break up? No. Are no, we're just, good. Just into a little mild F&M. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's weird because... I wasn't involved. <laughs> but okay. Did you want to be? Face punch! <laughs> I feel better now. Thank okay. you. I will happily face punch all of you. Go ahead. Love it. Uh, hey punch. guys, I'm a little drunk and my source first. Whoa! So this week, in honor of the Patrick of Saints Day. Oh, yay! He got um, all the snakes out of Ireland. Get Zero those snakes. snakes out of here. Zero he said, snakes. Goodbye, snakes. Um, or he brought them potatoes. I forget which. In Tell olden us on times... Ireland Bob, was the, lousy with snakes. Bob, you're the Irish one. You tell us. Oh, you too. Yeah. In olden times, Ireland was lousy with snakes. And in came St. Patrick and said, Hey, oh, snakes. Fucking snakes. <laughs> and said, Hey, snakes, get the fuck out. Get and the they fuck did. out. <laughs> Stop I, eating my shape. I vanish you. My shape? My shape. <laughs> Stop my fucking shape. Stop fucking my shape. <laughs> All the snakes are fucking me shape. Yeah, pretty much. Jesus Christ. And me red balloons. Oh, boy. Oh, man. So, Green clovers. So, so there were no more snakes in Ireland. No. The church St. Patrick like, brought trains to Ireland, which we immediately took off the rails. And, and, then, and then leprechauns somehow were invented. Yeah, absolutely. And there were... Have you ever... When I was looking into Haunted Ireland, I was at first going to be like, oh, I'll just do like a dive into ghost culture in ireland and like yeah. the ghost of ireland those are some fucking witchy peoples man oh yeah we come from people who like we feel like we invented werewolves and vampires fuck yeah obviously we got the I fucking did. market cornered on leprechauns yeah mm-hmm. we're a fan of uh of large lake monsters yeah mm-hmm. i mean we're good. awesome yeah we like all the weird supernatural banshees that's an irish thing Shit, yeah yeah i know yeah i'm gonna tell you are you really yeah yeah. um yeah we like the irish people they like a fucking curse i think because they like to scare children yeah into behaving into behaving yeah into not fucking the shapes yeah Yeah. stop fucking the shapes i'm gonna tell you you're acting like a snake before old saint patrick came through colin stop fucking the shape (laughs) Aiden, stop fucking the shape. <laughs> Colin and Hayden and Hayden and Horton, Thornton and Finbar. Quit fucking the shape. Finbar. I don't know. That's going to be our firstborn. Finbar Quinn. Finbar Quinbar. Finbar the Irish. Finbar the Quinbar. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. You should name him Finbar Barleywine Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. Be like, that's, that's how you were conceived. Name. That's a good Irish name. That's a good name. Be like, oh, Quinn, this is how you were conceived. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. We're gonna podcast. Mom is trying to fucking. I'm trying to bring wrap it this up. Wrangle it. I'm do it. To, do it. I'm trying to lasso you two knobs. Do it, man. <laughs> you can fucking try. I will not be contained. I, I know. 
I've tried. It's been over a year. I know. I know, I know how this works. I can just try. And I'm first, so you can't even just tell me to shut up because I, I have be to like, tell my story. You have to talk. You're going to be like, I'm going to take your notes. But as we've learned, my notes Don't are just nonsensical hootens. Yeah. Hootens. It's Hoot- basically wingdings. It's just hootens and nannies. There's zero information. Hootens and nannies. Yeah. My notes just say feet. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> I could come tell, up with Tell an amusing anecdote about feet. <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm going to tell a story about Irish feet, leprechauns, yeah. and beer. Done. Whoa. Knees, chin, died, no straighten. Okay, what now remember gonna... remember that for later knees, on in the story. When I say knees, <laughs> chin, died, story, no straighten. Well, let's, let's get there. All right. So, <laughs> how, how now your husband is trying to wrangle me too. I will not be wrangled. Podcast, podcast dad podcast baby is running around drunk like, <laughs> you cannot stop her there's just like shit all over podcast yeah, baby's face written on the wall yeah. <laughs> all right podcast baby is the consummate professional <laughs> irish wristwatch tell me about some irish so, yeah wristwatches. do you have any irish stories ghost story so i'm gonna tell you the story <laughs> irish ghost story. of loftus hall okay which mm. is by far considered to be the most haunted house in Ireland. Mm. Mm. So Loftus Hall is a castle slash mansion on the Hook Peninsula in County Wexford. Oh, the County Wexford. <laughs> so it's right by a big, it's like in a fucking peninsula. It's in a little cavey part of the oh, ocean cave. and land. D- done. You're Wait, it's, it's, a, it's a mansion inside of a cave? <laughs> this is what Vanessa's telling That's us. No! Pay attention! <laughs> Listen, I quit the podcast. No, no, it's on a peninsula. Okay. So there's like a cave of like a Houses. caving of cave water of into the land, there's making a bay. Okay, what no. I was trying to say. Now I get it. You made a rhyme. It's zero cave, zero actual cave. Well, then why did you say cave? Shut up! Shut your face! <laughs> so it's on a peninsula. Okay. That's off. There's a big lighthouse there as well. This is sort of where it's known for the Hook Lighthouse, as it is. Okay. In County Wexford. Yes. Um, which is like South, I think, Eastern Ireland. I don't sure. know. Geography nerds fucking come at me. Um, it's in so Ireland. In in Suck 1170, it. Raymond LaGrosse. Snowden. <laughs> Raymond Snowden LaGrosse. <laughs> uh-huh. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> it's like, just says like LaGrosse, but I, I assume it's pronounced LaGrosse. Um, he was the first one to, to like settle there as part of the Norman invasion of Ireland. He's like, hey, cool. Which is um, when all the Normans when came every over. Norman, every Norman around the world it was just an, uh, it settled was, in Ireland. An, ar- an army of CPAs came I in. Think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were accountants. And- yeah, a lot of nerds came in. Um, I believe at the time the Normans were French. We, Normandy. I think that was the Gauls. Oh, I'm fairly certain it was the French. Okay, that's I'm fine. Gonna I didn't Google. write it in my notes, but I feel like it was the French coming over. They were basically just trying to be like, at that they point. They were the normal. Normal. What? Um, cave. Um, <laughs> it's the same in French. It's the same in every language. Absolutely. Cave is universal. Cave is cave. <laughs> um, hashtag haunted caves. Um, so he was basically like the first one to sort of settle there set up camp there okay um, it was like big grazing land it's still like it's very countryside lousy with, she- with shipes all the shipes <laughs> all the shipes yep um so that was in 1170 okay and then in time. 1350 the redmond family 
Eddie Redmond's family. Mm. Redmayne. Um, <laughs> Close. Redman. Nope. They've, they've Eddie Redmond. Eddie it's Redman. a different, different It's a different Eddie. Eddie. Different, different Eddie. Not the Eddie you're thinking Fuck of. You. It's a okay. different Eddie. Gotcha. Um, he played Stephen Hawking in a one-man show, not oh. in a movie. Very <laughs> similar, but different. Didn't win an Oscar. Similar, totally but different. different. Um, so he built a castle there. Yes. Um, castle Re- Redmayne. Castle. It was called Redmayne Hall. There you go. Redmond I'm a Hall. God damn genius. Redmond, because it's Eddie Redmond. Yeah, oh, you don't know which Sorry. guy we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, God, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm drunk. Um, so it was built in 1350 around the time that the Black Death was sort of sweeping through Ireland. So he built a big sort of county seat for his family to live in away from all the other yeah, people. Yeah, basically say, stay he, the fuck he out. He's like, no people, only shite. <laughs> um, Leave me alone. So the Redmonds, Eddie and his family, lived there. Um, from 1350 for a long ass time. And 1352 then, question mark. Did no, you no, find no. out who the Normans were? French. They were Normandy. French. French. Oh, okay. That's where name comes from. Um, so in 1642, there was an Irish Confederate war. It was part of the War of Three Kingdoms, which was when Britain and Ireland and Scotland all said war and fought at each other <gasps> over what Jesus is it good and the king. For? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. Uh, Say it again. <laughs> that was a good burp. It was good. It was good timing. That was bell pepper. Um, <laughs> so in 1642, during the Irish Confederate War, the there was obviously an Irish family living there. The Eddie and his family. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Eddie the fifth at that point. Uh, yeah. It was a long ass fucking time later. Um, so an English garrison had come across and had sort of set up shop over by the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was... Anywhere from 100 to 300 men, like accounts differ, but they definitely had like five cannons. They were small arms cannons, but they were at least 100 men and fucking- Shot only baby arms. Cannons. They shot only babies. The smallest arms. Um, And Alexander Redmond, who was the king of the castle at that point- and so the, the English troops came through and they were trying to be like, we've taken the surrounding lands. We're now going to take your castle. Mm. We have a hundred no. men and cannons. And he said, I, Alexander, fuck you, Raymond. Mm. Fuck you. Fuck off. You can go um, fuck yourself. It was him and his two sons and they had two men at arms in the castle at the time. And there was also a tailor in the castle at the time who just happened to be there like oh, on a job. Guy. Oh. And then he was just like, it's fucking war outside, yeah. guys. I'm just going to so stay then he here. So stay here and mend your ponds. Don't make me go outside. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just a tailor. Um, so Tim there the were... I promise I don't have the block death. <laughs> so there were like six of them against at least 100 Englishmen who had cannons. Wait, Six? Yes, six men. Versus 100. uh, Versus 100, at least 100, 100 to 300. Accounts vary. Mm -hmm. Um, Outside of the castle. Sounds even. And so they were using the cannons to try and... And so the Alexander... Hamilton. Alexander Redmond, (laughs) (laughs) who was lord of the castle, was just like, "Uh, yeah, we'll let you commander English guy in, but we're not going to let the rest of you in and you have to take your cannons away. Mm. And they were like, "Mm -mm, cannon! So they just started shooting the cannon at at Redmond Hall. That's not nice. And at the front door, but the cannons were so small that they couldn't do any real damage. (laughs) Nice. And then the... English troops were like, yeah, whatever. It's like five guys in a house. We don't give a fuck. So half of them left to go pillage the countryside. <laughs> to just go rape random Irish women and sheep, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Um, mostly sheep. So the the men who were in the the hall just like stood their ground. Nice. And they had arms as well. So they were like shooting them down. And it was literally They're just fish in a barrel. Because mm. they were just coming, you know, just shooting sheep. baby sheep at them. <laughs> they were shooting babies through a cannon. They were shooting baby sheep at them. It was all baby massacre. It's all Irish warfare. <laughs> um, 
they're Catholic. They had a bunch of babies. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> babies these, to spare. Yeah. So these six men held out against hundreds of nice. Englishmen hmm. um, until they they won out. They won out the day. Um, nice. Irish win. So then they like captured the remaining British that that like were still around, and then they hung them as war One, criminals. Yeah. yeah. Like you tried to take my house on the land for Raymond Hall because it's like oh. a huge like cattle yeah. and farmland. It's it's a big estate, big old estate. Um. So that was in forty two. Then in forty nine. The British were like, "All right, we tried this before. We're gonna try it again." So they came back, we and this really was like, like your part of the Cromwell, um, the Cromwellian conquest, as okay. Wikipedia mm-hmm. told me. Yeah, sure, I sure. I was like, "Cool." No one um, likes Sir Walter. No. So they came through, and they actually did. They brought manage, bigger cannons. They brought bigger cannons. Smart. They brought more men and more babies to fling at the door. And they and said, so they "Don't did manage bigger babies, bigger, big, fat babies, big, fat, <laughs> like at babies. least four-year-olds, Kurt splat." Um, throwing throwing four British four year olds at the wall. <laughs> yep. It was toddlers. Climb the walls, toddlers. <laughs> Go. Um, this is really putting it. Everyone has to work for king and country. Yeah. Um, so Couldn't you baby th- this- <laughs> for the queen, <laughs> king at that point. Yeah. For oh the yeah. King. Whatever. Um, so the Cromwellian conquest did manage to defeat the Redmond family. Um, big but, win for a big man. No, I mean there were so many more of them than there were men in the castle well, and men yeah, in like the surrounding like castle lands, and they like made a pretty good stand of it. So good Cromwell was like, okay, and he was sort of notorious for he came into Ireland, he conquered a big part of Ireland, and he took everyone's land and titles and everything, and he gave it all back to the British because mm-hmm. that's what they were trying to do well, in the yeah. war was make Unify. Ireland more British. Um, so, but because he'd like put up a pretty good fight, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, fine. Your family can stay in the house until Alexander dies. The like main oh, the dad. The, until Alexander, the pretty good. The pretty good. Alexander. The, uh, not the great. The, the sheep shooter. Um, the Atlas. Alexander the Shipesman. The Shipesman. Alexander the Atlas. <laughs> He's a sharp shiter. Um, <laughs> so good. they were like, you can stay in the house until Alexander dies and then we'll reassess the estate. Unfortunately, Alexander died the next year. He Aww. died in 1650. Um, and so then they kicked out the rest of the family and they gave them what accounted to about a third of the estate, okay. which was pretty good for what Cromwell was giving the Irish at that time. Because a lot of them, they were just like, mm, fuck Bye. you, you get nothing. Right. So the fact that they gave them a third of the land um, and they were just like, go build your own fucking house, go away. You this isn't you your, can't have your house. You can't have your house. Go make another you house. You can here have a third of what you used to own. Yeah. Try again. Find your own rocks. Eat yeah. a dick. Um, so they, the land was gifted to the Loftus family, which is why it's called Loftus Hall now. Mm. Sure. Um, they were English loyalists and planters. How do you spell that? L-O-F-T-U-S. Okay. Uh, Just Lof- like it sounds. Loftus? Loftus? Sh- I'm going to say, say Loftus. Loftus. Um, so they were given extensive lands in the area, but they weren't actually gifted the hall itself. Um, but they thought that they were. It was like a sort of clerical error. But apparently a bunch of people thought they were gifted the hall. So there mm. were a bunch of people at they the just house like moved when the Loftus day. family showed up and were like, um, I thought that we had this. There were a bunch of, uh, I quote, several adventurers <laughs> and soldiers had like camped out in the house. And they were like, yeah, we'll sell this to you if you want it. So they bought it. Oh, my gosh. Because they already owned all the land around it. And in all probability, they probably were gifted the house as well. They just didn't have proof of it so they were like whatever we throw you a couple here have some sheep to fuck and give us our house and we're good yeah um these are the finest sheep i've ever seen (laughs) these buttholes are tight (laughs) 
So fluffy. So fluffy. Um, fluffy so buttholes. Keep you so, warm in the winter. So at that point, it became lofty. I don't think they know what they're giving up here. Um, they had a cold stone building. Warm sheep butthole. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. The mm. best on a cold Irish night. <laughs> a warm shape bottle. Oh, the shape. Um, so this oh, the sheep shape bottle. So the Loftus family. I'm just plowing through. Please. Smart. The Loftus family uh, bought the hall and took it over in 1666. One six six six. One year of the beast. Um. So they spent a bunch of years. So um, they spent until 1984, sort of like repairing it because it had a bunch of war damage. Because yeah. They shot a bunch of babies and sheep at it, so <laughs> it was a little bit damaged. And they didn't wait ha- for, from 1666 no. to 19 no. to 1684. Oh, I thought you said 19. Okay. Maybe. No, we're not Never. there. She okay. did. We're still in the 16, but she oh. meant 16. No, I did it. So I wasn't. Fuck confused. you. 16. I wasn't gonna correct her. I always. I do was that. just confused because that's I was like, "That's a long time to repair a castle." It's not. All right, guys. I'm stupid. Let's move on. <laughs> we didn't say Vanessa. No. We, I just thought I misheard you, and then you, no, you, you take didn't, look. And Vanessa, you're, just, you're doing a great Vanessa, job. You're you're wonderful, human. guys. I was not fishing, but thank you. Okay. I like your hairdo. You're telling a great story. <laughs> Stop it. I don't know what to do when you're nice to me, Bob. I don't know what to do with that. I need you to just yell, fuck you, really loud at me again. Learn to read your own writing. Yeah, that's better. There you go. I respond positively to negative criticism. (laughs) Um, So in 1684. There you go was when they sort of finished repairs and it didn't become the family, like the family didn't really like move in mm-hmm. and take ownership of the castle um, until 1680. Okay. So the plaque at the front of the like gates that lead into it, say like Loftus Hall established 1680. Okay. So even though they took control of the hall and the land in 1666, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah, they didn't like, they didn't they live, there live there until the 1680s. Right. That's important later. Oh. Um, this this will come back. This mental remember note. Remember this. Listeners will remember this. Um, so, guys, my notes are not great. So, around 1800, the family got super fancy. Ooh. How um, fancy did they get? Super fancy. So, Charles Were Loftus. They in the fast lane? Uh, from LA to Tokyo? Yeah. <laughs> you already know. Um, you really so, buried that joke and it was good. It was good. Uh, so, Charles Loftus, who was originally born Charles Tottenham, but he took his mother's name because. Tottenham? I like yeah. Tottenham better. T-O-T-T-E-N. It's H-A-M. Tottenham. Tottenham. But yeah, Tottenham. Is I how prefer the it. idea that he just has a bag full of hams that He's he carries around. He's just Tottenhams. I'm Billy Tottenham. <laughs> what do you do on Tottenham? <laughs> so the Tottenhams come back later yeah. as well. Okay. So he was originally you a You want bacon? Go fuck yourself. Don't have it. Got ham. All the ham. You want a smoked ham, honey ham, brine ham, do you want any a, kind of ham. Do you want a Cuban sandwich? I got you. I got you covered. The best Irish Cuban sandwiches the 1800s have to <laughs> offer. I don't even know what Cuba is, but I got a Cuban sandwich. You heard of a pickle? <laughs> Spice and mustard? <laughs> mm. Can you make it out of a potato? No. no. Well, I don't know what the fuck it is then. <laughs> Hang it's, on to your ass. It's asshole. just a potato with a pickle on it. It's a Cuban sandwich. Um, Stupid Irish wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> So he was born Charles Tottenham. 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 Um, and he became Charles Loftus, but he took his like Mommy's maternal name. name instead of paternal name because it was a much more like fancier name. Mm. Uh, and he was the first to like bring the fancy to his family. He became the first Earl of Sandwich. Ely. E-L-Y. Sure. I looked up the pronunciation. Eli. I think it's Ely, like L-E-E, not E-L-I. Okay. Mm. But it's, it's spelled E-L-Y. 
there was a lot of fucking letters i apologize to all no. of you listeners i've had beers um so he over the course of his life he was the first earl of ely he was also the viscount loftus Ooh. baron loftus and the marquis de ely Ooh, wow um yeah, that's a lot of titles yes and this line this like tottenham loftus family line still exists to this day like if you wikipedia them they're like this is the like heir apparent to this Dude. to the marquis ship Just and this f- is the one behind them in the marquis ship like they're Damn. still like really fucking fancy fancies of ireland great halls and castles filled to the brim with hams yeah you know what they don't own anymore Cheap. They they don't own Loftus Hall anymore. Oh, those no. dummies. Um. So they yeah. spent uh one of the one of the fancies because because they got really fancy in the early 1800s. So mm-hmm. then in 1872 to 1884, they started refurbishing the house and like making it modern. They put in like heaters. Modern for the 1800s. And they put in indoor plumbing. Oh, that's They smart. put in this fucking giant, beautiful staircase in the entryway, which is the exact staircase that's on the Titanic. Apparently, the staircase oh. on the Titanic is modeled after it. Oh, really? I read a report that said it's modeled after the staircase on the Titanic, but the Titanic was not built until the 1800s. So that has to be wrong. Yeah, it's backwards. Um, But it's one of those. Nice. Whoa. It's one of those gorgeous like starts as one giant staircase and then branches off into two and then splits around to like a balcony that overlooks the first floor. It's kind of like Beauty and the Beast. Yes. It's fucking gorgeous. Look, we got to speak in Melissa terms. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beauty in the Beast. Can't go to the West Wing. It's forbidden. It's forbidden. It was built to resemble the Osborne House, which is the Queen's summer house on the Isle of Wight. Sharon, (laughs) sorry, the dogs are pooping everywhere. (laughs) Um, The dogs are pooping everywhere. I I watched one episode of that show. That's what I took away. The dogs just shit everywhere. The dogs are pooping everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, Um, accurate. So it was built to like, they refurbished it to be like the fanciest of all the fancies. Super, super gorgeous. This is the refurbishment that it sort of lives in today. Gotcha. Mm. Um, so the one the, that all the people write home about. Yeah. So this, a man named John Henry Loftus. When John I Henry was a little baby. He a, made memory. a fancy staircase. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good song. Um, so he spent all of his money, poured all of his fucking family fortune into refurbishing the house and then died. Oh. Um, and then there was not a lot of money to like cover the bills and the family that was going to live there, they'd lost the head of the household yeah. so they were going to have to move elsewhere. So the house fell to like a distant cousin who was just like, I don't fucking want this so he sold it. Oh. So his house is dumb. Yeah. So his beautiful house is stupid. stupid. <laughs> yeah. So he sold the house. He inherited the house sometime in the 1890s, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he sold it in 1917 and the space in between it was just no one lived there oh so Hmm. he sold it in 1917 to the sisters of providence so it became a convent and a school for girls who were like studying to be nuns so it was like a convent and a pre-convent sort of nunnery pre-convent yeah. When you're training to go to the convent yeah exactly it was like a school for like school age children who were too young to go to a convent but because they were like probably poor and terrible they were pre-nuns yes um, not quite nuns. They're like mostly sure. nuns. They're so, nunish. Yeah, they were nunish. Nun light. Nun light. Um, <laughs> diet nun. Um, nun zero. <laughs> yeah, nun yeah, zero. Nun zero. That's good. And um, nun zero cherry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, see that? I was just thinking about <laughs> literal cherry flavoring, not no, like that. It's the, you made it gross. I made it gross. You're a terrible person. Well, all right. Let, you're a pervert. Um, Welcome to nun fucking. I'm your host, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so the sisters he's coming to 
stop your Yeah, the ambulance is fucking arrested for my nun fucking. That's what that was. As you should be. Yeah. How dare you? Um. So the nuns were there. They never really liked it. They f- Bob is broken. Bob's broken. Bob fucked nuns and is now and broken. Died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the sisters never really liked it there. They lived there for a while, but they never really found a way to make it home. Mm. They always felt like it had a bad energy. They didn't feel like it was very like welcoming of Christ and his. There's a lot of sheep fucking in light. there. Yeah, um, it was gifts. And the time that they were there, they said they felt like they were in a loop because when they moved in, pretty immediately, one of the sisters drowned in the bay by okay. the ha- by the. Okay. The water cave. The water cave. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) Water cave. Yeah. So one of the nuns drowned in the water cave, and then one of the nuns took a tumble down the fancy Beauty and the Beast staircase and died. And then one of the nuns drowned in the water cave, and then one of the nuns took took a tumble tumble down the Beauty and the Beast staircase and died. And they put this. They engrave. They put in the wood like a insert of wood. Hold on to handrail. a, A cross. Uh, with like religious iconography around it because they felt like the stairs were haunted Haunted. by bad energy because nuns kept falling down these fucking stairs. They should hold on to the goddamn Satan was killing a bunch of nuns in the staircase. So they were trying to like fucking bring Christ into the staircase. Right. But eventually they said, okay, fine. We get it, devil. We're leaving. So they moved out. Um, and then it was empty for a long time. And then in 1983, it became the Loftus Hall Hotel. It became a hotel. um, Oh. Which was never really successful. They had a lot of trouble getting and keeping patrons. One, it's like kind of in the middle of fucking nowhere. And two, it's haunted as fuck. Sure. I'd stay. Um, So they had a lot of trouble there. And then it was abandoned by the 90s. So it only existed for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. And literally, like the woman who was running the hotel, like her and her husband bought it together and they had like fixed it up and they were trying to set it all together and then her husband died Mm. and then she was trying to run it by herself and then one week where they had no guests okay something happened and she noped out in the middle of the night like literally sheets on the beds like toiletries in the bathrooms food in the kitchen she just fucking noped out took nothing and never went back whoa Left a floater in the toilet mid poop. Yeah. She was out. <laughs> Fuck this noise. Yeah. She pinched she, it off and she pinched it off. She <laughs> fucking double deckered them and left. <laughs> she Dutch ovened all the beds yeah. and left. Um, it was bought by a private investor in 2008, which the internet speculates was Bono. <gasps> the internet said Bono of U2 fame in case it was another in case Bono you know, a, that would a buy Bono. a stupid old house in Ireland. Spend a lot of time in Ireland. There's a lot of Bonos running around. A lot of Bonos. Sure. Thick People with, with Bonos. Bonos thick Bonos on the ground. Thick on the, on the, the ground. ground. Bonos all the way down. Each one of them with their own set of stupid sunglasses that they wear say, all the time. All of them making us have an album of their music on my iPhone when yeah. I don't oh. want it. I didn't want it. <laughs> I feel like Bono's not his. Yeah, it's not even his real fucking name. No, of course I it's bet not. it is. Paul um, David Hewson. Um, and then so it was bought by an it investor who held it for a couple years and then it was sold to the Quigley family who's the, the family the Quigleys the Quigleys oh, the Quigleys um, I want to be a Quigley um, the Quigley family who owns it now um, <gasps> it's Wiggly Quigley and Squiggly Quigley and they have not Diggly, they've not refurbished it so it, it sits in the state of like the refurbishment that the was done in the skadooshed. late 1800s and then the hotel rooms that were like half fucking full who skadooshed in the in the 1980s oh damn so it was like a hundred years ago renovation and then 30 years ago and then 30 years ago shitty hotel Jesus um, and it's like decrepit it's kind of falling apart there's roof damage which we'll get to 
Fucking fix it, you assholes. Um, no, so no, the no, staircase had like a bunch of water damage. Like it lived outdoor exposed to the, the, the elements. The fancy staircase. For decades, oh. but it's fucking perfect. Really? Oh. Didn't take damage. Because Satan is protecting it. Yeah. Satan. Kill nuns. Satan staircase. Fuck yes. Um, Why does Satan want a staircase? So this it is, is what I want to know. Yeah. So this. I just said to kill nuns. So Loftus Hall is most well known no, for roll. this ghost story. Um, which is why it's called the most haunted house in Ireland. It's, okay. uh, it's something of folklore in Irish culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The story of Loftus Hall. It happened in 1666. <gasps> there it is. Um, the year six, six, 1666 when, in Ireland. When the Loftus family actually took control of the house but hadn't yet moved in. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Loftus family asked some of their distant relatives, Charles Tottenham, so the, yes, the toting hams come yeah. back around. Um, Satan came in looking for ham, and there was none to be found. <laughs> he said, "I'm toting some." He said, uh, "Lucky for you, Satan, it's me, Charles Tottenham, <laughs> and me red balloons, and me <laughs> and me red balloons." Um, so the Charles pink hams, <laughs> gross marshmallow pink hams. Marshmallow pink. Ham. All the marshmallows taste the same. It's not like they're ham flavored. I'd eat it. Um, no. So <laughs> Ham-flavored marshmallows. <laughs> no. That no. delighted me. Oh, no. shit. <laughs> no ham-flavored so anything. So the Loftus family asked Charles and his wife, who was his second wife, and his daughter, Anne, who was a teenager who was from his first marriage, to come sort of live in the house, take care of it, sort of like be the watchers mm-hmm. um, until they were ready to make it their family estate. Um so the Totentowns moved in in 1666. They lived there for a bunch of years. And then one dark and stormy, stormy night, night. Of course, that's um, how all A ship comes into the water cave. Into the oh. <laughs> I'm just going to call a it that. A ship-sized yeah. water cave. It come, it's like a big, yeah. It's a big yeah. water it, like it's, used, it's like a port now. It's like sure. a, it's a big it's water a, cave. It's a big, fancy it's a, water cave. It's a big fancy water cave. There's a lighthouse. Um, so a ship came in. Uh, seeking refuge from the storm um, and anchored right outside the house. So then the like servants went out to the ship and they were like, hey, do you Ahoy. guys want to come stay at the house um, and not stay on the ship? It's in the middle of a terrible storm. So there was one guy on the ship. Just one? He was a dark and handsome man. Mm. I bet he was. Um, he was the So it was devil. only one man on this entire ship. And he said, yeah, I'll come inside and His stay name in the house. Jack I'd love Sparrow. to come inside So he comes house. and stays in the house. Um, Jack Sparrow. And he stays there four weeks. And over the court... For four weeks or for many, many weeks? F-O-R. Many, many weeks. He stays there for many weeks. Far too long. He's overstayed as well. He's overstayed as well? No. We can't get him out of here. No, he did not. Because one, the weather was really shitty still. Um, so they didn't want to turn him away. And put, they loved him. Put him back in his one man fucking boat. He's like, got like a giant fucking pirate ship and it's one dude. I'd be um, like, maybe so, I have a couple uh, questions. So he's a very handsome man. Mm, obviously. Um, and he starts to spend a lot of time with young Anne. Anne I bet he does. Um, and her him vagina. and Anne <laughs> become very close. So close. They become very, very close. In the reenactment on Ghost Adventures, <gasps> he fucks her on the Beauty and the Beast staircase. It's weird. She lays down and like lifts her legs up as if she's in gynecologist stirrups, and then he like lays down across her in a very dramatic way. (laughs) Shit's weird. That's not how you have sex either. Yeah, it's a really weird. It is if you're a pirate, though. That's what you don't realize. Well, no. 
it it's is how you have sex, sex if you're this guy. Oh. So you're gonna find out why in a second. Yeah. So they became lovers. Mm-hmm. Um. They became lovers. Turning the page. <laughs> Land lovers. Um, so, and he, he was staying with the family. He stayed with the family for weeks. He became close to all of them, but the closest to young Anne. Oh, and then one night. Yeah, the, the, right up against her. Yeah, right. Multiple in, times. Some, sometimes inside of her. Some, yeah. Um, a little bit. Uh, sometimes more than a little bit. Yeah. Um, so more than one a night, tip and more than a second. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're going to get to that. Yeah. Oh, so... One night, the family is sitting around in the like drawing room playing cards because it's still That's dark and do. stormy. It's been stormy since the stranger arrived. The weather has not broken. Oh. So they're playing this card game and the story goes that he, uh, the gentleman stranger, I never found a name. Mr. Man. Mr. Man was dealing everyone three cards, but every time he would only deal Anne two cards, but somehow she would have three cards in her hand. Um, oh. So they were just like, mm, that's weird. So the stepmom and dad were like, cards. that's fucking weird. And Cheater. then at one point, Anne drops her cards on the ground. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, she bends down under the table to pick up the cards. And finds a penis in her. And notices He's that Mr. Feet. Man has cloven feet. feet. Damn right he does. So she pops up and she's like, you're the fucking devil. Hell yeah. You have goat feet. Goat feet. He looks at the family, smiles. And then flies up through the ceiling and out into the night. And they never see him again. I've been fucking your daughter from the briny deep with cloven feet. So they're like, we don't know what to fucking do. They never noticed his feet before? No. That's why he had to fuck her on the staircase, man. He couldn't fuck her in a bed and take his pants off like a normal person. Yeah. Then she sees hairy legs. And you see his hairy ass goat legs. legs. But how did she notice the hairy goat legs? Because she was, she was looking under for the, the, table. the table. She dude. was on the ground. But he's got his boots and his pants no, on. No, he has no boots on. No, no boots. boots over cloven feet? No. And you can't wear the boots at the sure, table. It's very I'm not rude. buying the story. Continue. I'm just Whatever. saying it's rude. Don't play cards with the devil. Yeah. You're going to um, lose. Ooh, but, so, okay, so or get parked he, on a staircase. He like skedaddled through the roof. Yeah. So he went out through the roof. And it's like not on the second floor. So it's like through multiple floors of the house. Just hole in the fucking roof. That's which cool. They patched many many times and to this day it like the it sits weirdly and needs to be repaired all the time like it uh, never fucking fixes this fucking hole um so nice. poor Anne is like devastated she's like i've been banging that the her devil. boyfriend the devil. has left and maybe was the devil and then pretty quickly after the devil leaves she's like i'm pregnant dude i'm pregnant oh devil baby and the dad is like Fuck. So he locks her in the in this room called the tapestry room, which is her favorite room in the house. The devil room. But he locks her in this room to be like, you are the shame of our family. You are unmarried. You are knocked up. Like, no you one. Fuck the devil, you, you idiot. Yeah. What like, is, not even that. Like, even if you just fucked some random pirate oh. dude, you are an unmarried woman in the you 1600s who's yeah. knocked up. I still wouldn't have put her in a room she liked if she fucked the devil. Like, she's already been shamed. Shame herself. Double want, shame for fucking the devil. You want to. It's not her fault. She didn't know it was the devil. No one knew he was the devil. Yeah, but she should have kept her goddamn leg shut. No, what I'm saying is, is that when you're going to fuck a man, you look at his feet. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you do? Every time I fuck a man, I look at his feet to see if he's Satan. You know what? I liked him to keep his shoes on so we could leave more quickly. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> feminism. Fair. <laughs> so... So she's preggos. So she's preggos and she's knocked up in this fucking room for months. And then she has the baby. Mm -hmm. And the family is like, whoa, this baby is fucked 
up. Oh no! So they kill how the baby. Is, how, wait, how is the baby? I don't up? know. They but they were say. just like, we can't. This baby cannot be anything good. Maybe it was a totally normal looking baby, and they just fucking murdered it. Yeah, like, really <laughs> just totally normal, adorable murder. little Irish baby, and they and fucking murdered, murdered baby it. You've got there. It's a devil baby. Yeah. So Why they murdered it, and then for some reason walled it up inside the walls of the tapestry room what? wait so they they kill the baby leave the baby on the ground wall up the tapestry room never go in again no 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 no, no they, put they the baby kill in the, the baby they make a hole in the wall put, put the baby, baby in, in the, the wall. wall patch hole wall baby wall baby you thought we were insulating with hookers earlier yeah <laughs> that no. was last episode last episode now we're insulating with irish babies wow yes. Um, Irish devil babies. Yeah, so this All is right. like legend that's been for mm-hmm. years and years and years. This is legend that's happened. And so poor Anne is like so heartbroken. She can't believe they've like taken her baby. She's lost her love. So she just curls up on the bed. She and puts dies. her knees under her chin and holds her like legs in close to herself. And she refused to eat and drink and then she died. Nice. And she was in that room for so long, dead and no one noticed because she just never moved that she had rigor mortis into that position and they couldn't straighten her out and they had to bury her like, in like a ball. tucked up like that. Wow. You will remember earlier, my notes say, uh, my notes say, uh, feet. I can't even feet. fucking ball. Knees, chin, died, no straighten. That's what that means. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> We've come um, all the way back. Yep. So that's what that was. Um, yeah. So she had to be buried in that way. Um, so have they ever examined the tapestry room to see if that baby's in the wall? We're gonna get. Oh shit! So since this time, since the sixteen late sixteen hundreds, there's been poltergeist activity in the house. Okay, we can bet. Um, so much so that the family, so the Tottenhams and the Loftus family are Protestants. Mm. So they brought in a bunch of Protestant clergy to try and clear out the space. Mm-hmm. Zero success. They said, you know what? You you kind of fucking need a Catholic priest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they were, they're a, real good at doing yeah. exorcism. So they brought sure. in a Catholic priest by the name of Thomas Broders, um, who he like worked all over the house. He spent days and days there. He actually like moved in for a while to try and like rid the place of the Jeez. evil that was in it. Mm-hmm. And he eventually said, Anne's here. I can't get her out. She won't leave. Oh, boy. But I, but I got rid of the devil. Oh. So then oh, well, that was he nice was buried in a nearby cemetery in Wexford. Um, and his... Home to Wexford. And his, uh, his tombstone says, like, like, he fought evil and protected us all. He cleared the devil out of Loftus Hall. Like, that's oh. what his tombstone oh, says. That's a clever rhyme on it. I like it. I don't think it actually rhymes. I think oh. I just made that up in my oh. head. Well, I like it. You know it. what? It rhymes. I'm better you than should all go, of Ireland. You should Sunday. go and give him a new headstone that is better than the shitty one he's got now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so then, if you will remember, so all this happened in the 1600s. You will I, remember in the 1970s. I do remember. When they moved in and made all the fancies and sure. put in the big fancy staircase that started killing nuns. Big yeah. fan of it. Um, They did huge renovations on the house. So in these renovations, in the late 1800s, they found the skeleton of an infant oh, in the wall inside oh. the tapestry room. Oh. Was the skeleton fucked up? It's just it a baby was just skeleton. A baby skeleton. Okay. Jesus Christ. Well, I don't know. I mean, it could have been fucked up. It also could have been a fucked up baby that made a normal skeleton. I don't know. Yeah. It could have yeah. also just been a totally normal, normal baby, baby that these superstitious that they ass morons and put in a wall. 
It could be a Banshee baby. It could be a Hogarty Florbity well, baby. It and, could be a Loch Ness Monster baby. Well, and like they have ex- extensive grounds, which they've been burying family members on for years. So I don't know where they oh. put the baby in the wall instead of burying it outside. It was sure. a bastard it was baby. It was something about containing it and like not wanting it by their other Are dead f- relatives to like infect them. Um, Skeletons rising from the grave and yeah. whatnot. So they, so the house is super fucking haunted to this day. Makes sense. The Quigley family that owns it now uh, uses it as a ghost location. Like that's what they do. It's like a haunted location. They've done no refurbishments. They also don't let people on the second floor. They oh. only let people on the first floor. Mm. There's a bunch of like stuff. Where's, is the tapestry room on the second floor? Yes. Fuck yeah. Um, they very rarely do like they let the Bagginses onto the second right. floor. They're well, like very rings. So they're like very rarely there. we will let people up there. They say like the disclaimer on the website says it's an old house. It hasn't been refurbished since the since the eighteen hundreds. If we put groups of tourists up there every single day, the it floor. wouldn't be structurally sound right, to right. do. Um, it's a good excuse. The guy who actually owns and runs the house, the like Quigley, that's like sort of their boots on the ground every day, mm-hmm. is just like. Yeah, they can tell you whatever they fucking want. I'm not going upstairs. No. Damn. Um, they say when they do an episode of Ghost Adventures about it and they tell the Bagginses he's the first guy to go up there. I don't know when That's that episode bullshit. was done, but he's the first one to go up there like since the Quickly's have owned it. Um, so it's the house is in like a bit of a decrepit state. Um, people see the ghost of Anne all the time. Um, but they do feel like the devil doesn't live there anymore. They feel mm. like it's just Anne. Oh, that's cool. And so people will see Anne. They'll like see the apparition of a female ghost walking around. There's tons of EVPs of her um, talking in the background. There's also the like ticket, 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 ticket machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ticket, ticket machine. And most of the time she says. Baby. She says, leave and don't help me. Huh. She like even don't help just me. wants everyone to get out of the house. She doesn't want anyone to make her leave the house. She just wants everyone else to go away. So she wants I mean, she to be miserable of, forever? Yeah, I mean, she she died wanting to be miserable by not eating and just curling herself up in a ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just how she wanted wants to be for forever. Um, there is Some people say Man. that there is still a dark energy that lives in Loftus Hall. Does it steal your energies, bro? bro? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> um, when the Bagginses went there, he like... I think I was saying before the podcast started, it's like all he's doing is talking in sound bites. It's a later yeah, episode sure. of Ghost Adventures. So he walks in and he basically says like, if you need energy, take it from us. Like we're here to help you. He offers up his energy. No energy stolen. No energy is readily taken. given. Yeah, rent it out. No, well. energy's taken, but not stolen. Not stolen. No stolen energies. Three scratches, demonic shit, bro. Uh, f- like uh, four fingers and a claw pulling Aaron's ear. Oh, Aaron! Aaron is gets the brunt of it. He Poor gets all of his energy st- taken because Take Baggins is told them it. they could be taken. I gotta tell you, anytime bad things happen to Aaron on the show, it's usually pretty hilarious. Um, it's pretty bad. They do that thing where they bring oh, in the machine Aaron. that like pulls out energy, and it sometimes makes that weird little skeletal stick figure thing mm. of, like I, energy. Yeah, don't yeah. Know and there's that. like, oh, you should watch the clips. Mm-hmm. It's on fucking YouTube. Yeah. Um, and like Baggins says, like raise your hand, and then the weird little skeleton thing raises his hand, huh. and then he says like spread your legs, which I was just like, excuse me, whoa, bro, Zach. whoa, bro. But then the ghost, then the skeleton thing like m- m- spreads its, its legs. legs. It's fucking weird. And then oh. Aaron throws up. 
because oh, uh, it took all his energies. He had no energies left. No, I no because he'd been drinking and he's in Ireland. Of course, he's going to throw up. Yeah. So there's um, there's a story about one of the groups that they did let up into the second floor. They were doing like a special investigation and they have security cameras all throughout the house mm-hmm. that are night vision because it's so fucking dark and there's no electricity. Right. right. Um, so apparently everyone was on this like ghost. It seems to be about 15, 20 people are on like a special paranormal investigation thing. Ghost tour that goes up to the second floor um so they're in the tapestry room or no they're in the card room they're in the room where the where she discovered that she was where she found the, the cloven fucking feet oh yeah so and all of a sudden like everyone has cameras and flashlights and all of a sudden everyone's lights go completely black oh. like all the lights in the room just go out mm. in a moment and then there's this guy and it the security camera is night vision so you can see it yeah um fairly clearly and the video is online as well but this guy is standing right next to a woman like in front of her like i'm sure they were like both trying to talk to someone they bring ouija boards on the tours and stuff so i'm sure they were doing that or something Mm -hmm. but so the guy is standing in front of the woman and all of the sudden he fucking launches himself at her he like arms hands around her neck pushes them both to the floor and she is flailing like a motherfucker to get him off like if they're actors and it's that's real good acting it's It's very good acting she's a really good actress because it's not the like oh I'm pushing my feet away she's like flailing with all of her might to get this dude off of her Whoa! and everyone else is just standing around and they don't know what to do because it's fucking pitch black Yeah, so they can't can't see him and then the tour guide guy like you can see him like feeling towards where the noise is and then mm-hmm. he feels the guy and yeah. he like pulls him off mm-hmm. and then someone comes in with a flashlight and they pull them apart and the guy is just like standing there like breathing heavily and then he's fine that's weird like something took over Whoa. him and made I him like want it. to kill that woman for some reason that's she a creepy a, story yeah she was a hussy who buried her baby in a wall there's Probably. also the story of another spiritual encounter so in 2014 a guy named thomas beavers who's a hell yeah who's a brit he was there check out um, my beavers yeah he was there visiting <laughs> and he was taking pictures he was just on a normal tour so mostly the outside in the ground he was on a beaver a hunting little, tour he was just on a normal beaver tour mm-hmm. um just looking for beavers yeah. um and he took a picture of like the outside of the house and the group or whatever and then when he started to zoom in he was just like there's a fucking figure of a woman pressing herself against the front window looking out at the tour group mm. Oh. And it went viral. It went all over the fucking internet. I have it. I'm going to show it to you. So this is the photo. And then the zoom in, we'll post it on social media, of the woman in the window. And oh. they think that is Anne. And it is It is Look a fairly that. far away photo. Yeah. And then when you zoom in, it is a fairly like, distinct. That is a lady. That is a lady standing in the fucking window. Yeah. Um, so, That's interesting. Yeah. So they think that that is the ghost of Anne. So he took this photo in 2014. It got internet famous. Right. So then in 2016, which was the 666th anniversary of it oh, becoming Loftus. I'm going to say that yeah. the lighting looks like that could be a reflection in That's the door what from they, people. Lots of people said that, but then they also debunk it on a bunch of sites about how it can't be a reflection because that woman isn't standing anywhere else in the group and there aren't people inside the house. Uh, we'll see. I don't believe anyway, it. That's oh, what the anyway, skeptic. that's what the internet says. Skeptic Bob doesn't buy that shit. So they invited this guy back. Um, 
in 2016 to do another hunt Mm -hmm. with a bunch of friends or whatever and when they were in that tapestry room one of the women in the group starts she gets so cold and she starts shaking uncontrollably Mm. and then as she's shaking all of a sudden she feels someone grab her hand and pull off her wedding ring oh Um, does it go flying and it like falls to the floor and like tink tinks on the floor and she's just like i wonder if i was like shaking so hard that the ring fell Fell off." off and they're like that's not really it was like fitted I mean, to your hand. I'm yeah. like, I've been so cold, but it's never like that. My ring has gotten loose, but it's never to been so cold. Yeah. So I'm like fall over off. knuckles. Yeah. Falls no. to the ground. Yeah. And she was just like, cause other people were like, maybe it just fell off. And she was like, no, I felt like someone grabbed my wedding ring and pulled it off. So they think maybe it's Anne. Oh, she's mad at you. She yeah. had her baby out of wedlock. I never got to have a man that I could marry. I instead fuck the devil. Yeah. yeah. You don't get to be married anymore. Yeah. Um, so those that's are the, probably what she sounded like. So Anne, um, <laughs> Anne is a real person. Like mm-hmm. as much as this ghost story is like fable of the right. whole or whatever, Anne she is a real. real person. Anne Tottenham. She did live there for a couple years. She did die while living in the house. Mm-hmm. She is buried at a nearby um, cemetery. It's the Wexford Cemetery, and her grave um, is away from all the other graves, not near any of her family graves, not near any other She brought graves. shame to her family. Um, and it's been cemented over oh. as if they were, aff- as if maybe they thought she was coming back out. And so at some point after she was buried there, they fucking poured Put cement, cement on top of it. The idea that like she was buried all clutching her knees to her chest, but then comes out of the ground still clutching the knees to her chest, like floats around, just, just like just bops along. A little ball, and yeah. like a little ball. Yeah. Like they I'm I, miserable. Like they think maybe that that's how she was getting out, so they cemented it over. Uh-huh. And then it's been cemented over with several layers. Oh. They're Ooh. all really old, but like someone was trying to fucking Keep either something in. not let people into that grave because mm-hmm. she's not there mm-hmm. or keep her fucking in that grave. Ooh. But when you're dead, man, no amount of cement. Yeah. Yeah. So you that, out. So that is the story of like Loftus Hall, the most haunted house in Ireland. It sounds I very haunted. Like um, and that brings me to my beer. Mm-hmm. So my beer is called Innocent Gun. And it is a barrel-aged stout that is matured in Tullamore Dew barrels. Yes. Yeah, which I bought I like from my it. boo because my boo likes Tullamore Dew. I do. Um, so the it, boo likes the Tull- Dew. <laughs> so it's a Scottish beer that's mm. aged in Irish whiskey barrels. Yep. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice sort of tie-in. That's good. Um, it's a special release for St. Patrick's Day. It's so, it's I don't so good know though. That it's super available. So good. It's delicious. It's also, as I said, only six percent, which for a barrel yeah. age, it doesn't taste barrel no. agey. It just sounds tastes like a very roasty, smells very roasty, malty, like stout, delicious, distilled. roasted coffee taste. Again, you have that delicious coffee Dark and chocolate, chocolate smell. Yeah, coffee, not, coffee. not getting a lot of the uh, the whiskey Hints. barrel, but it's no. it's a it it goes down smooth. It's, it's real up. light for a stout. Yeah, like I could I, like I could it. put down a a bunch of those. Yeah, with it zero is. Trumps. It is poundable for it's a six percent stout. It's yeah, good. pretty poundable. I like it. Yeah, your your local stout lover loves this. Yes, for sure. I like it. That's my Irish ghost and my Irish beer. I like it. I like it. All right. We'll be back momentarily after we take a whiz, tell you another story. Woo! Back and drunker than ever. We took a long break this time. We had a long break. It's dark outside now. It is very dark. It was not dark when when Bob hit the space bar. That's true. I used to sober up a little bit and I drink all the beer. We were like, hey, we should sober up by drinking more beer. This I'm is a dark one. You're most of the way through this Irish red that we have here. Words. Words. Don't worry, we have another one if you want it. Yay! Yeah. <laughs>
It's real good. Um, so welcome. Podcast back. baby is drunk. Podcast. Hey, podcast mom, you got a story? Yeah, yeah podcast yeah. mom definitely yeah. has a story about haunted Ireland. Well, Yay. tell us a haunted Ireland story, podcast mom. So I'm going to tell you the story of haunted Ducats Grove. Ducats? Ducats. Gotta get them ducats. Gotta get, get them, them ducats. Yeah. Get them Irish ducats. The Irish ducats. That's Irish ducats. Get them Irish so ducats. So Ducats Grove, which is located in County Carlo, uh, was originally a two-story manor built by Jonas Ducat. Jonas Ducat. My is name he is one of the Jonas brothers. No, his name is Jonas. His name is Jonas. Yes. Na, 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 in the mid 18th century, um, Jonas Duckett is a descendant of Thomas Duckett, who first arrived in Ireland in 1695 and purchased the. Where did he arrive from? England. Oh, he's English. He, yes, he's English. So okay. they came in 1695 and he bought the Townsland of Neestown. The Townsland? He bought Neestown. All the Neestown. He bought a Townsland? Townsland, that's what they called it. What the hell is a Townsland? Oh, it's just like a section it's of land. It's a town is on. Oh, it's a tiny town. It's a full tiny town. Yes. Oh, the Cityslands. It's the tiny town called Neesland. It's, it's all the, the knees are the townsland of Neesland. The townsland of Neesland. Oh, you it's Irish the people! Neesland town. Sorry, <laughs> Nees town, um, which Nees is where town. Jonas built his home. Um, the house passed down through I'm the family. Jonas of Nees town. Yes. Uh, so the house passed down through the family and eventually ended up with Jonas's son William, who later embiggened the home. How um, much did he embiggen? William as, of Nees town. I even embiggened my home. As the family grew in wealth and social standing, um, my family William grew in wealth and social standing. <laughs> William had arches, neo-gothic windows, and grotesques added, as well as towers and columns to I the structure. Added can, grotesques. Can you, you discuss? Describe what that means. So basically, you take like a modest two-story home, and then you stick like columns to make it more castle-like uh, on the ends of the house. Oh, uh, so okay. But, but like that more, particular uh, uh, architectural style. It's that like neo-gothic. So, so what does that mean? It's more. Um, it's hard to describe, but it's like 18th it's century. It's like gothic, but like neo. It's like we're vampires, fuck. It's like it's like gothic, like we're vampires, fuck. But it's also neo, like where the Matrix is. Yes. So it's like if Neo fucked a vampire, basically, yes, and then he made a column. It's like it the Matrix fucked a vampire. It's like Neo's dick is holding up the ceiling. It's like yeah. the house took the red pill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Not the blue one, but suck the red one. It is an yeah. artistic style that originated in the 19th century, characterized by the revival of Gothic and other medieval forms. So it's oh okay. Oh, so we built a castle house. Kinda, yeah. yeah. So it's pointed arches, vaulted ceilings. I built a castle house. Mock okay. fortifications, which is very much what this house. I've got was. a fortification. I um, fucked a vampire in my basement. Well, I'm from Neesland. That comes from uh, uh, who hasn't? Where else who? would you fuck a vampire? It's true, other than in your basement. A vampire shape. Um, so once, vampire type. so once yes, the house trophy. was made prettier, he started. William started throwing more lavish parties for Dublin socialites. So he was moving himself up with. He's like, this house is pimping. I'm pimping. Now, time to get now the party. Now moving on up to the east, east side. Mm. Yes, a deluxe apartment. <laughs> yes, in Neesland. So having no I children. I want to move to Neesland. It sounds amazing. Neestown. I'm moving to Neesland. I don't know where that is. Wherever it is, the Townsland of Neesland. The Townsland of Neesland. Um, so having no kids with his first wife, uh, he married his second wife, Maria, in 1895 when he was 73 and Maria was 44. Wait, where did first wife go? Buried in the basement? She died. No, no, no. She just died. Oh, she she just was croaked. buried on the land. Yeah. Her name was, I think it was Harriet. Yeah, she, she just died. She died. She it dissolved matter. into dust. Her life was nothing compared in this story. She lived. She ultimately, she died. She was buried. She but this not is the man who owned the she fancy house. She was the house. hero of her own story. She really was. That you didn't bother to tell us. Rude. No, because I don't care about her story. <laughs> Hashtag not feminism. Hashtag, Hashtag suck it, Harriet. 
Um, so Maria was 44. Uh, Maria had a daughter. 44 and 73? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So she was that's beyond. Not that's as a, gross. Because it could have been 73 and 23. Right. It is and a discrepancy, though. It would have made more sense because he had no children. And she was 44. And in the 1890s. Yeah, she dried up. She's all dried up. There's no yeah, way. But twigs. she had a daughter from her first marriage. So Maria is also a widow. Oh, so she widow. came she came pre-equipped. Exactly. So William Widower. Mar- Maria with baby? widow yeah. with child. She was a teenager at that it's point. It's like daytime running lights. Or a younger child. Yeah. Um, named Angelic breaks. <laughs> Ground effects. Child. And baby. And baby. I would not buy that and, fucking car. And teenage baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They teenage baby. They How much does a baby depreciate when you drive it off a lot? At least 45%. Ugh, yeah. I don't want a fucking baby. Don't want that baby. <laughs> Gross. Um, As you drive it off a lot, she goes, oh my God. Oh my God. And, she, does, and she just goes, I hate you. <sighs> A lot. I don't even want. Why are we leaving? Where are we going? You didn't even tell me why. I even, Give me so, my phone. <laughs> so, Maria and Olive moved into the Ducket Estate, and that is actually the beginning of the end of the Ducats. Oh, oh no! Just so, by moving into the Ducket Estate. Well, William died in 1908. Sure. Um, because he was old AF, and yeah. uh, Maria then lived in the house all by herself. Having, she was like, "I got me a big fancy house. My husband died." Yes, yeah, so I get to keep all the stuff. It Look, is great. All this, my neo-gothic. It's a bitch. <laughs> yes, because by this point, um, she had become estranged from Olive, um, and she Maria lived. Oh, so in her the- teenage daughter was a bitch. Yes, she was. No, Maria was crazy. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. um, oh so she Maria- was a bitch, and mom was crazy. It's the Kardashians of their day. I don't think Olive was a bitch. I think mom was just crazy. Well, let's let's hear this story. So Maria lived in the home by herself um, until 1916. In just 19- her and 45 cats. Yeah, all the kitties. And, 1916- and a thousand leprechauns. All well, the sheeps. Yeah. Shipes. Shipes. All the shipes. Um, and Maria... Mary, or sorry, um, Maria moved out in 1916 after her daughter Olive got married to a Catholic in 1916. Oh, a Catholic. No. Maria was incredibly Protestant, hated, hated the Catholics. And so. Ma- married a good Irish Catholic boy. So she would. Um, like it just completely set her over the edge. So Maria had, or sorry, Olive had been engaged to, Cap- his name was Captain O'Grady. Captain O'Grady? Yes. Of course it was. Captain so, Beef O'Grady? Yeah. Yes. So Olive was Captain married. Captain makes its own gravy. To Beef O'Grady. <laughs> for six years. Captain um, Before they got married. Engaged for six, six years. years. Wow. Damn, he had the most bluest balls. Yeah. He really, really did. And the only they reason. They were cerulean. It, it only <laughs> took them so long. Halo because blue. Olive didn't want to leave mom alone. But then mom turned out to be kind of nuts. So Olive just said, fuck it. We're going to get married. Yeah. So mm. Olive, when her stepfather died, did receive an inheritance. I think it was like 10,000 pounds okay. um, upon his death. 10,000 pounds of what? Of shite. <laughs> of shite. <laughs> or of cash money. Um, oh, okay. That's good, and, too. Uh, uh, making it rain. That's right. But mom got the rest of the estate. So she got the home. She got the land. She okay, got so all she that. got a little bit. But mom, she got the mom got as the, it should be. Yeah, mom got Except the Except mom's crazy. Except sure. mom is crazy. And so, doesn't want her to marry a Catholic. a Catholic. So Maria, the mom, refused to employ Catholics. She refused to eat at her daughter's home. She refused to eat Catholics. <laughs> no, she, she demanded to eat only, only Catholics. Catholics. <laughs> no, so she um, refused to eat at her daughter's house. 
um, when they were speaking because um, Olive had Catholic servants. And then there was also an in uh, Ross's Hotel in Dublin where Maria used to eat frequently. Oh, Ross's. So she would go to Ross's Hotel in Dublin to eat and she kept a journal that had the names and religious like leanings of all of the staff. Oh my God. So she would only take food from Catholic or she's, from Protestants. She's like she the would fucking not, McCarthy of her day. Yeah, she wow. was banana pants. Um, And so she honestly thought people were in league with the, with the Catholics to poison her. Oh. So she thought the Catholics, the dirty were, just, Catholics. The Catholics were out to kill her. And the Catholics were out to kill the Protestants. That's what as, she thought. As, what year was this? 18, uh, early 1900s. Oh, as, right. as Far someone, too late for somebody yeah. to well, believe this shit. As someone who grew up in a household that was half Irish Catholic and half Protestant uh, Irish. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a rough go. No, no likey? It's no good. Oh. oh. Okay. Strange. They don't like each other. So the paranoia and hatred of that I've seen your felt, church. It's shite. When I've seen your church and it's shite. What oh. the fuck? You listen to the fucking pop. Yeah, well, you listen to Protestant things. I don't know anything about Protestants. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have a pop. <laughs> you goddamn Lutheran. Um, no, so that spilled over to her daughter. Um, she would insist. You're spilling your Catholic all over me. She, <laughs> the hatred for her daughter um, kind of spilled. So um, all, or sorry, Maria would insist that her daughter wasn't married. Um, would and told oh. her she, oh, she so was being married to a Catholic is just as you're not bad as even being married. Part crazy, part bitch. Yeah, and then <laughs> she would also um, say that um, Olive took it, partook in pastimes she didn't approve of, such as like gambling and card playing. None of this, which is true, but she did all of this. She gambled. Oh, my daughter plays with cards. She card plays. <laughs> I don't approve of this. A she's good a card. She's a dirty, dirty that. Catholic. I seen card her out back. She played croquet with a Catholic. And on occasion... Oh, wait, no, um, she was British, though. Right? No, she, she was Irish. They're all Irish. They're oh, all Irish. But I thought they immigrated from... Back from... In 1695, we're 200 years later. Oh, so she was super... Okay, so she did have the accent. Yeah, no. Look, I just wanted to make sure if I was doing a funny voice, I was doing the right voice. The right voice. You are. And I was doing the right voice. (laughs) She Uh, doesn't like croquet. Fuck it. Okay, there we go. And on occasion, Maria would say that Olive would physically or verbally assault her. Um, and even put in her Bible one on a vacation to Switzerland one year that Olive said, I hate you. My God, how I hate you to the point of assassination. I hate you to the point of assassination. So Maria thought Whoa. that Olive would, you know. Kill her in a sleep. My daughter's going yeah. to assassinate me from the pulp. Which is not true. Um, Maria, the fucking shape told her to do it. The shape. She's going to take a shape, pulp, and put it in me bung. Hold me red balloons. <laughs> So Maria, during her Blue life, diamonds had, and purple horseshoes. <laughs> had seven wills drafted. Brown hams. <laughs> Pink hams. Pink, Pink hams. hams. Pink Please. hams. God, weren't you listening? No, I don't remember. It was a long time they're ago. Not, they're not crispy chitlins, pork. Yeah. They're Pink hams. Pink hams. Um, Maria. Brown pork rinds. <laughs> I don't it's want the Southern charms. <laughs> These are the worst lucky charms I've so ever heard. So salty. Maria had seven wills drafted in her lifetime. Podcast mom. I'm done. I'm done with you fools. No, I don't um, And her daughter. Uh, seven wills? Seven wills. Wow. And her daughter fluctuated between being completely disinherited to getting some money to what ended up being the will, which is cut off to a shilling. Um, one shilling one shilling so is that like a buck not even it's like a nickel it's like a penny she gave her a snickel she gave her like one yeah she said in the will which was the 1934 will that ended up being 
submitted to the court once. She was um, like, my dirty Marie Catholic died. daughter gets a penny. She says, my daughter Olive, be it clearly understood, is cut off to a shilling. Had she been an ordinary good daughter, she would have all she could have wished for. But she was a fucking she was shite, a shite fucker. But she was a shite fucker. She was Who a, loved the Catholics? She was a fucking shite Pope lover. So all Dirty, dirty Pope lover. So, so Why don't you give your shilling to the fucking Pope? So Olive, um, understandably, was upset. She contested the will, took sure. it to court, and I'm all fucking upset. And all of this family drama now started like being released into the news. Wait, so who got the money because it didn't go to the daughter? Did it go to like other distant relatives? And shit? No, it went to didn't go to the Pope. Didn't go to the Protestants. It went to random charities, but mom, so Protestant charities. Yeah. Yes. So Maria. After her husband died, she had money, but she lived her life as though she were poor because she was a bit in the, you know, she was yeah, totally crazy. Yeah. So there was people that would say, you'd go into her home and it would just be dust and dirt and it, she'd look Thank like you. she were dirt poor. She's like but then you look at Ziploc bags to use again. I know <laughs> the type. And then, but then you look at her ledger, her accounting ledger, and she's got thousands and thousands of pounds. And so she, it was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's a perfectly good Ziploc bag. She bequeathed, I think, most of the money to random charities. So okay. Olive, feeling a bit upset about this, she contested the will. She was like, fuck you, orphans. Give me my money. And so all of this, now all of their family laundry is being like aired into in society. Yeah, because I'm and sure. in a society where these people held a pretty high place. So it was more and like... Sure oh, so they like, were... They were- they were Luckily like mucks. they were socialites yeah and they so were now the Kardashians like, of their day they were and, and so, I feel like it's probably the most interesting thing that's happening in this town in yeah. 1939 yes Hitler was trying to take over all of Europe oh there was that but guy these motherfuckers but did you hear about Olive and Maria but oh they're going about to town each other in the local yeah. court there's a funny little German man trying to like he's got the stupid mustache I don't know I don't oh, know it's a shape so um Basically, how it ended up was that Olive received seven. He found the Holy Grail. She <laughs> received seven thousand pounds for life, um, and then anything after she died. So there was a uh, seven thousand pounds, like that interest. It was like interest on whatever the estate was worth. The interest on that was what Olive received for life, and then after that, it was then split into like charities or different, like her estate and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. So she only received seven thousand pounds a year. Everything else was given to charities. Interesting. Um, and just like that, ducats of ducats Grove were gone because um, zero ducats because Maria didn't get um or sorry Olive didn't get the house. So um, oh. what happened? Because oh, it went to charity, so they probably went, just fucking sold it off. So after yeah. Maria's death, a farmers collective bought the house oh. and the land that it was on. Mm-hmm. I started growing um, hemp for my moon. But then what happened was the um, farmers defaulted on the payment, and the land commission of Ireland came in and took over the land. So then now the land commission of Ireland owned it. During the 1920s, the IRA used the house. Um, for oh. training and served as its base for mobile armed units of soldiers. Holy so the IRA smokes. used the the house in the 1920s. Yeah. That's significant. We're shooting all the potatoes. Yeah. Um, in 1933, the house mysteriously caught fire, and now what you see is just a oh, shell just of a the home. Bunch it's of gone. fucking drunken IRA agents. We're so confused about oh, how it caught fire. I don't know how it <laughs> caught fire. Um, but what? So what you see now, you can still visit the area of the house. There's just walls left, you but nothing is left. The inside. house bones. You can visit the house bones. <laughs> the house um, but they don't know what happened. What started the fire? Who? Drunken IRA agents. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, we it's pretty clear. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning. The world's, world's been, been turning. turning. Been turning. Um, Billy Joel's been trying to tell us this for years. I know. Um, but so 
What does any of this have to do with ghosts? I don't know. Haunted house bones. Haunted house bones. Haunted pounds of shape. The whole story of Marie and Olive was interesting. It has nothing to do with the ghosts. Oh, Oh. I'm going to tell about it because it it is interesting. Yeah. Also, Um, Olive seems like a weird name for an Irish girl from the early 1800s. Yeah. It's a cool name. Olive McGillicuddy. You expect her name to be, I don't know, Moira or something. Moira. Maria, something other religious-y kind of name. But no. Oh. Yeah, Maria also super fucking Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell her that. Um, You've got a fucking Catholic name. <laughs> so, but the, the bones of this house are, there are ghosties and a banshee. My fucking house bones are haunted. With the ghosts and a, a banshee. banshee. Oh, OG oh, Ireland ghost. Oh, yes. Irish monster. Bringing so, up the banshee. So people have heard um, servants working in the area of the house where the kitchens and pantries used to be. Um, they're never gonna get that fucking clean. They're no. never gonna get it clean because they're just in there washing there Ziploc bags. They just yeah. hear like random voices and you know, <laughs> yeah, they hear them working, but there's nothing there. Um, you also hear disembodied voices throughout the area of like of the house or the bones of the house, I guess now house bones. Um, as well as random bangs and other sounds. Like you'll just yeah, hear, hear that yeah. bang. Yeah. Um, people have also claim to see apparitions of members of the Duckett family, including William on a ghost horse around the estate. On a ghost, ghost horse? horse? Yeah. I'm ghost about it. Ghost horse hunting ghost yeah. ho- house bones? Ghost house bones. Um, and then pro Ghost tip, house horse boners? Yeah. yeah. Pro I tip love it. To if they you, saw his member. <laughs> they did see his big and the horse's member. Yeah. Um, it was bigger. So if Incredibly. you go on a tour of this home. You'll see a haunted horse. Nick. No, they say pro tip is to wear something Catholic. Um, like either a rosary oh, or something like that. that makes you sense. get some sort of reaction. Wait, d- does mom get mad then? Yeah, people oh, get mad. Yeah. William wasn't a big fan of Catholics either. This whole family, this oh, whole I line suppose. was Protestant. Yet not a lot of Irish Protestants are fans of Catholics. No. Just so we're clear. Exactly. So if you want some sort of reaction, you want to hear voices or you want to maybe see William or something, um, wear something Catholic, wear a rosary. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, Bring a picture of the Pope. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even with all the ghostly activity, there's also a banshee. Yeah, uh, tell me about the, about the fucking so banshee. In the case of the grove, the banshee is a result of a curse placed on the house um, and the family to bring death, despair, and financial ruin, which kind of fucking happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, she left the house to the fucking but orphans. That's her own despair jam. and the financial ruin. Like she maybe they made her crazy. Despair check. Check. Yes, for sure. Um, the curse was cast by the mother of a young girl who had been having an affair with William, and she oh. died on the estate after she fell off her horse. So the mother said, "I curse you." That's Is it the, the horse that they see him riding? It's a giant boner horse. Boner horse. She fell so off she the boner. It, she was like, oh my God, it's a giant horse boner. And, and then, she fell. <laughs> she fell. And she died. And so mom was like, I curse upon your house. Um, so A plague of both your houses? Did Maria know that her husband was getting a little side fuckery? It, I, anything I saw didn't say Didn't anything. indicate. So I don't know if it was during his first wife or if it was during Maria. Because he was married previously. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, but she was only a spry 43. Yeah, she was <laughs> old when she got married. Yeah, but when you're 70, like it all kind of looks like... I mean, hey man. but she was a yeah. 1930s 43. Yeah, she probably... She might as well have been 60. Not Wait, as well he had preserved. to look like 185. Yeah, like. exactly. He was the crypt keeper. Yeah. <laughs> At that Hello, point. Hello, kitties. So the banshee can be heard shrieking throughout the ruins of the house. Um, destination... Uh, what was it called? Like Destination, Destination America? America. No, Probably that's the name not. of the... 
It's like de- no, that's Destination the name of Ireland. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. There's a television show that went there. They were exploring the banshees. Destination Truth. Yes, that's it. Thank oh. you. Um, they, you can hear um, the shrieks of the banshee uh, throughout Shrie- the rooms of the house for two days and nights. Two and days and nights. You hear the shriek of the banshee. You will die. Death will follow you. Oh no! Or, so a woman uh, heard the shriek and died on the grounds. Really? Um, died on the ground. Just fell down. Just dead. Fell down. Do they say what it sounds like? It's just like somebody. Like, it's like just, a nobody shriek. knows. They all die because they're dead. You're right. <laughs> so when they had the destination truth, it was a live episode. So mm-hmm. they were just like, like send us a message if you hear a banshee shriek. Because then we need to bullshit. know if we're gonna die. Send us a yeah. message if we're gonna yeah. fucking die. And then a gardener's mom died the morning after he heard it. So it affects even your own family. Oh no! He oh, killed no. his mom. He killed his mom. Oh, the guilt. So <laughs> the Catholic Protestant guilt. guilt. <laughs> Ugh. So if you hear a banshee scream, ooh, hang on to your balls. It's probably what it's now. Like. I didn't hear anything, but if you l- listen to the listen back to the podcast, banshee. And if you hear anything that sounds like a banshee, you're gonna die. You're probably you're gonna probably die. Probably gonna die. Yeah. So now, again, now I'm not hearing anything right now, but I'm just telling you what to listen for. What to listen yeah, for? I don't know. Um. So yeah, that is the story of the uh, haunted Duckett's Grove and the banshee. Of Duckett's Grove. That's interesting. I like so it. this woman just randomly cursed. Do they think that that's why Maria died? Um, it, it could be like a reason. Well, Maria died. She was old, but they were saying that that could have been what brought upon the despair and like the bad relationship. Between God, her that's and her what daughter. made her crazy. Yeah, was the the curse. Gotcha. The curse. And are banshees like a thing that Irish people? Is that like I've cursed you? You have a banshee? Is that like a common? I Irish curse thing? you. A banshee it must in your be because yeah, it's it says the the banshee of this has a super Irish name, so I'm like, oh, there must be different banshees for different things. Like this banshee brings upon death and despair, but this other banshee might bring upon some fucking thing. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. That's or right. Or a limp dick for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, it's a limp dick banshee It is And you don't want that I'd take the death banshee Over the limp dick banshee I don't have a dick So I don't much care <laughs> <laughs> There you go um, Does that bring you to your beer? It does Tell me about it um, so Mine's gone Mine's mostly gone My beer is O'Hara's Irish Red Which is brewed in County Carlo Yeah Which is where this fucking Local is. beer it is, It's a traditional Irish red Let me tell you something It's real good But it's only 4.3% Ain't no problems with this beer No This, this is a sit down at, at, at the pub With your mates And pound these things Yeah, yeah. As I said earlier It is a full bodied Irish red Like me Just like Vanessa uh, I with like it a lot traditional hop flavor and Just a, like Vanessa That's right And a malt finish <laughs> And a sweet malt finish No I not, don't have that Not like Vanessa I don't have that um dare to dream um it's it's good though yeah, yeah it's a pounder though like you can put these things down yeah, yeah. It, like it's it, super easy drinking. if you've ever like the, it, it really does as i'm drinking it i i you can easily imagine yourself in like a in like a dark wood room with a bunch of drunk Drunken irish people Irishmen. around you yeah with people pulling beers on like those old timey ones that actually need yep. like muscle power to pull yep. it up it's not like you know you gotta pump it you gotta pump That's it right. Uh, I liked it a lot. I think it's really good. Yep. That was a part of this show where I get to pick a winner. Let yeah. me tell you things I like. What? Dead babies in walls. Yeah, you do. Let me, ask, let me tell you another thing I like. Tapestries. Let me tell you another thing I like. Banshees. You want to know why? Because when I was a kid, I drove a 1977 Firebird, and the Firebird was originally going to be called the, the Banshee. Banshee. Oh. Melissa wins. <laughs> 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 Never understand the fucking... 
his figure it out machine man <laughs> i never got it i never got it i feel like i can normally decide who's gonna win but the reasons are never why <laughs> Because I, I feel like it's fun. It keeps it interesting. We don't want to like bog this down with no. logic or anything no, like that. No, not at all. Hey guys, so if you enjoyed our episode of Haunted Ireland, Ireland. Uh, follow us on social media. Please do. We are on all the social medias. Be our friend. We love you. Yeah, you can follow us on Facebook <laughs> I at. Like, I was I like, I, I was like, I've introed you. This is your job. She's you like, can follow you us on Facebook at Booze and Brews, and you can follow us on Instagram at Booze and Brews Podcast, and you can follow us on Twitter at Booze and Brews. Now, if you've been listening to the show, we would really, 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 really appreciate it if you would rate, review, and subscribe. Reviews really, 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 really help us out a whole There's bunch. A lot of really do the stars and the words. Yes, the, stars, the words. words are the ultra, stars are helpful ultra. the words are more helpful double They're helpful better and, just uh, right be good and again we can't stress this 10 enough. out of 10 would listen would listen cannot again cannot stress enough that we will send you presents yep. if you send us an email he's like pounding the table that's how serious Bob is I'm like fucking Mussolini up here pounding the table letting you know wrong country Yeah, I don't give a shit um, at, at, so send us an email after you've submitted I am like Mary review. Queen of Scots up here that's yeah. right wrong country Booze and Bruce podcast at gmail.com. Yes. After you've submitted your review, we will send you presents. Yep. Yeah. We presents. Do. Yep. Free presents. Ask any of the Everybody reviewers. loves presents unless you're an idiot. Yeah. Are you an idiot? If no. And if you're an idiot, you probably don't like this podcast anyway. Yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. Too. That's true. So suck it. Woo woo. So come back next week. We are going to do yet another double up. Um, because the next time we record, we're doing another double up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We might actually have to be. And we've been talking, guys. If you have strong feelings one way or the other, let us know. But we've been talking about doing another little bit of a sidebar away from our Normal. Uh, main brand. Yes. And doing an aliens episode. Yes. Doing an episode about aliens. So if you guys have alien stories you want to tell us that you want us to tell you yeah. about. Or if you're just like, nah, dude, stick to the fucking Ugh. ghost. Don't do aliens. Tell me. We might not listen to you because fuck it. Because hashtag independent women. But <laughs> well, you could tell us anyway. We'll listen to you. We'll tell you you're yeah, We wrong. might ignore you, but we'll we'll hear you. Yeah, that's right. So come back next week. Enjoy our podcast. We love you. And there's going to be more fun shit. Yeah. And until then, cheers. cheers.